for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm your host, Jason JJ Jose, alongside two of my favorite colleagues, Eddie the Commish. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing all right. Tough loss, but good to be here. The boys got a break. I needed a break. Here we are. And we got Cleon. Cleon. Hey man. Hey, I'm 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 gonna have to apologize in advance. I'm I'm feeling real tired. I'm feeling real tired lately, man. And um um the king and the queen, man, they they done came down on the prince. And they say, you know what? You got to earn, you got to earn your salary, man. And they're like, you got, we need to do a little more work around here. And I just, I've been, I'm not used to this, man. My body ain't used to it. My mind's not used to it. So I had to work like, I had to work like for like four straight hours today. And I'm like, I, it's too much. I can't handle it. So it's a yeah. lot of work for you, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Cleon's like, I can't believe the French people actually work four days a week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take our sponsors real quick. Uh, we got Accurate Mortgage for all your mortgage lending needs. Get with Accurate Mortgage, Leo Gonzalez. He's on Twitter at Accurate Mortgage and uh, get those interest rates uh, locked in before they jump up to skyrocket record highs. And then we have Eddie. We got Field Turf USA, parent company Tarquet, out of France. Champions League final, Hala Madrid, was played on some Field Turf product or, um, called uh, Playmaster, I believe. So that makes that nice-looking carpet they had there at the Stade de France or whatever, or the Paris. Um, so it was cool seeing um, their product being used for Champions League finale with uh, clients of theirs playing in the Champions League finale. And then... Um, that's it. Wait, what else we got? That's it. Yeah. Companion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Com- comparing. Yeah, him up for the insurance things. Oh. Comparing uh, insurance, Liberty Mutual Company. Companion. Sorry, <laughs> I thought it was companion. It, they merged. I, somebody, I thought somebody needed a companionship, you know? <laughs> you know, one of those marketing meetings when they came out with the name, the lady's like, really excited about the name. We got the word companion and compare. <laughs> I was like, oh, those things are so corny, right? But nonetheless, if you're listening, great name. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, guys, let's talk about the game again. FZ Dallas. Uh, let's go on. And uh, first half, let's talk about the first half. In the, uh, we were playing very well. We were, we were hanging in there. Against well, they, FC- they had me in the first half. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> FC Dallas, we were playing tremendous. We were, like- you know? we were thinking, hey, you know, we're looking good. We're looking good. 45th minute. Uh Kyra gets a goal from a free kick from Mauricio Pereira. So we're up one nothing. We go to the locker room looking very good. 57th minute, Facundo Torres comes in for Mulraney. And then uh, all of a sudden, in 10 minutes later, we get a goal. Or we don't. Dallas gets a goal. Uh, an assist from Jara to Ariola makes it 1-1. Three minutes later, Kyle Smith lets Jara stay onside, and he scores a goal, 2-1. And then right when everything uh, is starting to fall apart, uh, Jesus Ferreira gives an assist to uh, Ariola to make it 3-1. And then Poppy uh, says, let's uh, empty the bench and let's get the players that 
hardly play to come on. So Joey Desart comes on and Mikey Halliday come on and we end up losing three to one guys, your thoughts on the game. I'll go first. Uh, first half, like you said, Cleon, man, I was, I was like, wow, we're playing, we're playing pretty good against Dallas. You know, I thought we had it. Yeah. I thought it was in the bag. Be honest with you. Yeah, so did I. I was like, man, this is going to be good. We're winning, you know, at halftime. We play a good second half. We're going to come out. Facundo comes in. I'm thinking to myself, we're going to actually have a pretty good uh, win against Dallas. When we, uh, Yeah, that didn't happen. Kyle Smith just ended up being Kyle Smith. Uh, letting uh, Jara, you know, stay on side to get that goal. Then the goal that he uh, he was in La La Land, let Ariola wide open in the back when that cross came in. And, and are, are just, we are we going to ignore? Are we really going to ignore the Andres the Andres and Juan masterclass put on on that? Oh uh, well, Andres, Andres, <laughs> we, yes, we can Andres, we can skip that. Like, I, I got to do a lot of stretching though, to to get that one all the way to over to Kyle at that point. You know, first goal, yeah, but yeah, we already got JJ studs and we already got his dud. He's all hammering in on old Kyle, man. Well, Listen. I mean, Andres only messed up once, and which turned out to be a goal. Would he oh, oh, that's it. That's, it. <laughs> that's all. It was just a goal. We were. It was 66 minute. We're up one nothing, controlling the game, and and and, and Andre two shifts, first gear, second gear. I'm, he gets the ball taken. Yeah, he's out there. Just he got. He's got the. He's got the skip and the trot. And that's yeah. it, man. And he just trotted back. If you look at that, that first goal, Fagundo is in the he's the deepest person besides Jansen because Perea got lost. And so Smith got stretched out. I don't blame him for going out wide there. But him and Jansen obviously weren't on the same page. But it was the first time playing center back, you know, together. And then I don't know where Mendes was you know, <laughs> at all. I don't even see him on the screen. Perea's just, you know, you know, trying to he's like Forrest <laughs> Gump. He's like he runs like Forrest Gump with the braces. And then and then then who I got down that bad hop, you know? So, you know, it's like a shortstop when that bad hop eats you up a little bit and then Polly Nipples is there, put it away. So I mean the bottom line is I mean I didn't want Orlando City to lose, but coming into the game without Rodrigo Schlegel, without Cesar, we kind of, th- every, I mean, I thought it was going to be Thomas Williams. I never thought Kyle Smith was going to be playing center back for uh, the game, but then he ended up playing center back. Uh, I, I didn't have any promising hopes that we were going to win this game, to be honest with you. Um, my concentration is now definitely is the U S open cup. And I just wanted to get this game over with so we can get this two week rest and get maybe Antonio back and get our team healthy and going basically in the second half run. So, I mean, my thing was if we lose, we lose, but we're still, you know, in the hunt there in the playoff area. So now let's kick butt in the rest of the, the, the uh, year. So, um, we did end up, but like I said, when we were up one nothing at halftime, I was like, "Dang, we're playing awesome. We might end up winning this game." So we ended up losing. It's nothing, you know. I'm not. I'm not really. Listen, I'm not that fan that's sitting in row one, that's telling a profe Fabian Bazan to beep off, beep you, beep 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 this, beep that. And where security had to go and tell them to hush up, man. These fans, I'm going to tell you right now, these fans need to chill out, man. Listen, 
yes, we all want Orlando City to win, but don't go off on the 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 coaches and don't be screaming at the players. Blink this, blink that, blink this. I want to see your butt out there, you know, trying to play soccer. You wouldn't even last two minutes. You don't want there. to see that, bro. You don't want to see that. No, but I'm just saying, I mean, just uh, I just hate it when these fans are going off. Like Pedro Galese, I'm looking at some of the people on Twitter and social media going off on Pedro Galese. I want to see you two feet away with Areola blasting a shot at you and seeing if you're able to save it. You probably wouldn't even get off the ground. So stop, you know, bashing these players, you know. They're human just like us. So... I mean that's just my sixth sense. Go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I was so, bro. I was so tempted. I was so tempted to to, to let you know that I have, in fact, have had areola blasted towards my face, and <laughs> I had others just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not two feet away. <laughs> no, definitely closer. Oh yeah, we just moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, look. Uh, did this? I said it. I said it last last podcast that my my head saying. We're going to lose, you know. I, I just didn't think we, we matched up well with them. Ariola, you know, that was a heck of a lot of game, but he's just seven goals, man. Ferreira's got nine goals. You know, they, these these guys are, are good players. The way they play, um, the, the, their speed, that they, they can execute and the versatility, how much they move around. Uh, Jesus is kind of like a false nine there, you know, and then Ariola just pops up everywhere. So it's 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 tough to beat. And then if we're gonna have fullbacks like like we want to go up and stuff like that and Joao sometimes, then Ariola is gonna gonna be someone to exploit that. And then I think this is a match where as much as I like Seba, Seba's is his skill set is kind of the seek and destroy. Cesar has better positioning. He helps stop a lot of counters because the way we set up a lot of counters end up being, you know, just the center backs back there, right? So Cesar often drops deep and, and stops those counters. And you look at that first goal when Sandres Perea just lost the ball and I've said it I've said it before I don't know if they were listening if I am playing Orlando City and Andres Perea has the ball in midfield I would send two people at him he doesn't have the the awareness or like the speed to to get away from two people I would send him at Urso too and I would send it to definitely to uh to Andres Perea and um they did and they, they took it and then they you know our 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 back line got all twisted, got all crazy. And uh, and I think Cesar would have been there, probably would have helped out with something like that. So it is what it is. Um, they, there are some myths out there in soccer that you, you can't, the goalie can't get a goal scored on him near post. That, that's, that, 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 that doesn't, that doesn't jive with me. That lacks context. Um, uh, Pedro had to defend a lot of the goal and he was so close and Ariola is a good player and he, he hit that flush. That thing was, was nobody was stopping that. The last goal I could say, you know, he got his, the guy Ariola blasted it after he beat a Juan on the, on the left, on the right there. Um, and Pedro got his hand on it. Maybe he parried out away. You know, it, it, people have bad games too. And uh, but that that second goal, man, you I I, sl- I did a slow motion on that one. That that back line was perfect. Joao, Jansen, and Juan were perfectly lined up, and that thing looked like a parabola. You remember in math where you do that, you got a straight line, then you got a thing. It looked like the beginning of a roller coaster, and where that roller coaster dip was, where Kyle Smith was, <laughs> and and he he fell asleep, and Yara just got on. He tried to get back on side, but didn't work. And look, I'm not gonna kill the guy. He says he doesn't play center back. He doesn't play a lot of minutes anyway. So you know, it, it, look, not playing center back doesn't mean you don't know what an offside trap is. To be fair, but but, but I don't 
I'm not going to be mad at him and Jansen not having great chemistry. They barely play together, but that was the dilemma we had. You know, we had we had a center uh, at the back of right back playing center back and or a 17 year old and you know it just didn't work out the second half uh just to kind of sorry i'll, I'll wind it up here in a second but the second half they, they came out they changed their game plan once they put franco hara in for pomaco it changed things around they got the numbers the advantage up higher pomaco was trying to play up higher but hara was 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 attacking the back line and getting it behind like he did on the second goal and then it, it threw us off man it threw our balance off and that was a good move and we got our coach the second half once they started doing that they they basically camp Hara deep and uh, let Jesus and Paul just do whatever and then they started attacking on a counter and we were cooked man they scored twice in three minutes and it was over at that point and our, our terrible home home form continues first half club first first half club at home for some reason yeah uh, Cleon your thoughts yeah they just seemed like they fell apart after that first after that first mistake that led to the goal man um, they seem concentrated. They seem determined. And uh, once that goal happened, it, it, they just they seemed done, bro. They were done. Um, I was, and, and it seems like that's happened a couple times before. Maybe not to the point of a loss, but um, you know, maybe us losing a win here and there, or, or, or ends up being a you know a draw when it should have been a win. Um, maybe Austin is probably coming to my mind right away. Um, things like that. It's just like we we we'll have like one thing go wrong and and it just it just goes straight downhill, man. It was like a roller coaster, like like he said. It just and then those breaks were not were not stopping, bro. Um, yeah, it it sucks because because I don't I don't think many expected us to win that game going in, but it's different when you have it right there in your hand. You know what I mean? It's it's like. Like Austin, I didn't expect to win. I, I thought we were going to lose Austin going in from the jump. But when you just have that win right there in your hand and then you give it away, it's, it's hard to be satisfied with even if you didn't expect any points and you walk away with one, talking Austin here, um, it's hard not to walk away, mm-hmm. you know, not happy <laughs> because you had it. So it's, it's just it's, it's disappointing, man. I can see, I can hear it in your voice. You're very disappointed. Yeah, yes. It's like if you're going to end up losing three one, I, I would have just rather just got the three out the way, right off rip, and and you know get your one consolation goal on the way out the door. Like it's the hope that kills you, right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> wow. All right, let's uh, let's talk about uh, something that you just talked about, uh, Eddie, about at home. Should we be concerned playing at home? I mean, seems like a lot of our losses are coming from home and we're playing better on the road than we are at home. And why is that? Why are we playing better on the uh, road than at home? And should we be concerned? And what can we do to make, you know, home should be home. We should be winning games at home. What's going on? Why aren't we winning at home? And what's the problem, Eddie? I think we're trying to play too pretty, you know. Um, last when we were good at home, we, a lot of the times we had these ugly, ugly wins, or we, we drew a lot, etc. Re- remember, um, and right now I think I think uh, we, we left ourselves a little bit exposed. I, I think we're better on the road defensively because we we pay a little more defensively. We play more counterattack, and 
once you start trying to get on the ball and stuff, we get stretched out and teams play counterattack against us. They, they let us have the ball. And then Cincinnati did it to us. Um, Dallas did it to us. Um, so I think, I think we need a, I don't care if, if people get mad they're parking the bus a little too early or these and things like that. I, I'm not saying we, you can be defensive without parking the bus too. Um, you know, you could control a game without having it be just just punting the ball away and they're just flying shots at you. So I honestly think I think we need to just manage the game a little better. Maybe um, maybe just you know commit more people behind the ball at a certain point and and play on the counterattack. Yeah, that's what I think, honestly. I think there's a reason why we play better on the road, and and that's because we play more counterattack style. Um, Glenn, your thoughts? I I don't. I honestly, I don't. I, I tried to figure out what it is, and I can't even put my finger on it, honestly because it's like, you know, it's it's worked out for us in the Open Cup and stuff so far. Being at home, um, just MLS play. I don't. I don't know what it is, man. I, I, it just seems like we just haven't been up for it. Um, I don't know if it's just a schedule. I don't know if it's just a scheduling thing, and they like they they when we have these moments, these lapses, it's just it just happens to be you're playing at home this week, or if it's like actually we're playing differently at home. Um, I can't. I so far I can't put my finger on it because it's. I mean, then again, we haven't looked too great even in the Open Cup. We won the games, but. Uh, like getting to that point has been a struggle. You know what I mean? Even against the Rowdies, it wasn't easy. You know what I mean? And it should have been. Um, so I mean, maybe there is a little something to it. Uh, we just at, at home, we're just I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what's. But like, we, we were a Mikey Holiday. We were a Mikey Holiday. You know, clearing the ball off the line from losing to Miami. Oh yeah. You know, so and in Philadelphia, once they brought in their players, what happened? We were we're hanging out for dear life. Yeah, against yeah. kids, against academy kids. Uh, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I mean, we should be winning at home. We should be playing better at home. We should be showing our product that we have to our fans and everything. And I don't know. I just. We played great in this first half against FC Dallas. Second half, the Dallas, you know, it was a chess match, and they basically, you know, checkmated us. Um, and we just stumbled, uh, like, you know, stumbled badly. And we should, we need to play better. And, uh, I, I mean, there were 17,000 people in the stands, according to the, uh, the attendants. Um, I don't think attendance has anything to do with it. They're there, they're cheering, they're doing all that stuff. I really don't know what, what it is. If we can play good on the road, why can't we play good at home? I mean, I don't know. I really don't I think know. it's this whole idea that uh, at home you're protagonist and whatever that is, you know, um, however that like actually is tangible, right? We're protagonists and you owe it to your, to your, to your fans to put an entertaining match out there and style of play. And I don't know, man, I don't think Poppy was like this, you know, who I, I honestly think this kind of, 
I'm just going to say, I think some of this is Argentine philosophy stuff is a little bit overrated, you know, where it's like Pochettino, uh, Bielsa, some of these other guys, you know, the most successful of all the Argentine coaches is, is who? Diego Simeone, you know, who's got the furthest in the Champions League, at least recently, furthest in Champions League, who's won his league with small resources and they're, they're a team that's more defensive. So this is sometimes, yeah, I don't know if it's Bazan or whatever. I know he has a lot to do with tactics. I don't know. But this idea that, that we, we, you know, that when Poppy was, was a team who, who played on, you know, counterattacks or as the Dallas guys called it, counter punch style, vertical, quick counterattacks, always strong defensively. And then now to want to possess and play beautiful and get a bunch of little small South Americans to tiki taco all over the place. That's why when they did Columbus goal, they had 40,000 passes to the Columbus goal. I was like, great. Now they're going to think they're going to do this all the time, you know, and they're going to try it. I didn't want that. So I, I think that there's just a philosophical difference in the, st- in the style of play. It's a little bit more more risk and 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 it's almost like we just need to practice it more. We just need to we just need but these kind of players. And in the meantime, we're losing. So I honestly think I honestly think we need to get a little dirty, a little uglier. I think we need to win ugly, personally speaking. Uh, look, we had 24 fouls from Dallas to like seven. You know, they, they're purposely fouling us. They're breaking us out of our rhythm. They're getting in our heads. That's on purpose. I think when you see something like that, we, you know, they see Orlando gets baited in and, into hot-headed fouls between Cesar or Jansen or Rodrigo or whoever. We need to keep our heads and maybe play a little more cynically, even up that foul count. You know, Ariola's on a little bit of a break you know follow you know i don't know that's what i think that's my instincts is to they're trying to punk us and play play rough and slow down our, our style of play let's let's play a little cynical wow it's that's for me it. and and it's just we like some of these losses have just been so bad and i understand that's a, like to pretty good teams like fc dallas you, you give them three goals in in our house like you you got LASC gave us like what four? Yeah, Red Bulls three in our house. Red Bulls gave us three nothing. Like that's ten goals in three games, man. That's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? You lose four to two to LAFC at home. Uh, you get skunked three to nothing against Red Bulls, and then three to one with FC Dallas. And it's just I, I don't know. I mean I understand those are good teams, but I don't know, man. It, it just seems so out of character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially for the way we play. Like, we don't score goals, but we normally don't give up like that either. And when you're seeing, like, three and four goals, it's just, it's it's wild. Like, what's going on? Yeah, and all this all this pretty stuff, and then we're, we're scoring off a of set piece still. Yes, yeah, still. <laughs> still. still. Yeah. Was, that, that was a heck of a, of a goal by by uh, by Kata. How many, you know, how many set pieces goals have we seen this year already? We've seen Moutinho score off set piece. We've seen Kata off the Pato assist his first goal. We've seen him score here, right? Uh, we've seen Rodrigo put one in off of a set piece. Kyle Smith put one in off a set piece, right? So, I mean, that, those are quite a few important goals that have just come off of set pieces. So, I don't know. Make up your mind. If we're going to be nicking goals and scoring on the counter, let's just embrace it. Let's stop trying to be, we, we have like the worst of both worlds. We're, we're not scoring from the, the run of play. And then we're not, we're not defensively solid at home. Like pick a, pick a, pick a side. I don't know. Pick a struggle. Yeah, man. Just own up. I think I dirty, cynical, you know, that ugly. That's what I, I that's what I say. Yeah. Go ahead. JJ. 
Uh, so let's talk about um, Pato, uh, and let's talk about what you guys think. Should he be playing more? Should Poppy play him more? Should he be playing in the eleven? What do you guys think about that, Cleon? I, I thought. I mean, I, I said it a few shows ago. I thought it was. I thought it was like maybe he was just a little banged after the Rowdies game, and they're just uh, you know give him a little bit of a rest before they ramp him back up. But um. It seems like besides the Open Cup games, the MLS play, like he's – Poppy seems like he's kind of reverting <laughs> back to like last season, you know what I mean? Which doesn't really make sense because Pato's really been the only guy that's been creating stuff for us for the most part. And and um, like even, even, even the game just now, like he literally – you bring him in for a second, he literally damn near puts Kara in the goal. And how how Carr missed that, I have no clue. But um, and it's not the first time. It's um, it's not the yeah. first time. So I don't I don't understand what's going on. You um, forgot about that, man. Dang. Yeah, bro. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. What's, I don't know what's up. Like he he, I don't know. It seems like Pop, Poppy might be reverting a little bit, bro. I'm worried about uh, again, worrying about defense. Seems like since that Red Bulls or whatever, we gave up that three. All of a sudden, he's like. Unless it's open cup, it seems like he's just bringing Pato off the bench for like scrub minutes and stuff. Like, what's going on? I forgot about that kind of thing. Just that context to it, that would have put it two to two right there. Bro, it was damn near in the goal. <laughs> yeah, he, it was he, almost he, an Olympic goal, bro. Like, yeah, you miss that. I told my I told my wife I could have scored that goal. She says, "No way." I said, "No, no, no." I would have been scared of the ball, stood still, and it would have ricocheted off my temple into the goal. That's all you had to do is just not do anything. Like he hit it so well, it was going to ricochet off your face into the goal. That was incredible. And and, and right after that, what happens? They score. <laughs> yeah. And then think about the one that we rescued, <clears throat> the one with the Kyle Smith goal. Same thing. They brought Pato in for a freaking second. Oh, Toronto. And, yeah, and you know what I mean. And then. Uh, so I, I don't know, man. And if we're gonna be scoring on set pieces, then I mean, you Probably know, if we're gonna be corners, the out there. yeah, Pato's the best one out there. So <laughs> from what I can tell, I think we have we have goals, fifteen goals, seventeen goals. I think this year. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting two different kind of stats, and uh, five of those are set pieces. We're talking, you know, twenty five, thirty, thirty five percent. Depends on what you're, what, which one you're looking at, Open Cup, whatever. Uh, set pieces. That's just not sustainable, man. You, you can't. You can't do that. You can't. You gotta. You gotta start. You gotta change it up. Well, uh, Pazzo played 84 minutes in that game. I mean, I think he's looking at um, injuries and and tiredness and everything. I think Pazzo is going to be the U.S. Open Cup. Wait, guy. 84 minutes in what game? In the uh, Inter Miami game in the U.S. Open Cup. Played 84 minutes, and then uh, and so they gave the same thing with Torres. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the only time he is playing them. Yeah, so I you think know what I mean. He's going to be the Open Cup guy until we get knocked out or win the Open Cup. Pato's the Open Cup guy, so you'll see him coming off the bench probably during like I think like our next game against the New England Revolution. He probably will start that game. And he'll probably start against Houston also, but maybe not because there's three days in between that. Um, but definitely against Nashville, he'll be starting. And until we get knocked out of that Open Cup or win the championship in that U.S. Open championship, Pato's that guy. You won't see him playing that much MLS uh, in league play 
and he might just come off the bench uh, for those games. But I mean, you're, you're, you're missing a talent. That's great. A phenomenal talent that's there. And which should be on the field. I mean, you put, I've heard you say it plenty of times, Glenn, you put your best players out on the field to win the games. So, I mean, at 32 years old, and unless, you know, he's feeling something in that knee or something, I don't know. I, I would put him out there. I mean, 32 years old, that's prime for soccer players, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just, I don't, I'm like you. I, sometimes I'm flabbergasted to, to see, you know, uh, in there. And look, the key passes, he has um, one less key pass of Fagundo Torres in 400 and 370 less minutes, you know, um, one less assist and the same amount of goals. So, you know, so he, if he double his, his minutes, he, his, he matches Mauricio, who's almost played double his minutes, and Mauricio's got double his key passes. So if you just extrapolate that, he's just as productive as, as, as Mauricio has been, but with more goals. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if just keeping him, you know, trying to keep him from getting injuries and uh, basically trying to save him. I think they're uh, they're trying to store him for the final stretch and all that kind of hang on. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. But then again, why wouldn't have you done that with Nani last year? You know, I think that's playoffs and you don't start Nani in the game, you know? Yeah. I think, I think he he thought that that he mismanaged Nani and played him too much early and then didn't have any as much juice for the end. But I don't know. Maybe that's that's why he's he's saving saving Pato now. But look, that that Inter Miami game, they played a bit of an empty bucket with Tesho and Pato up front. I liked it. You know, they should have put that game to bed. They, they, that goalie was standing on his head. Um, oh yeah. And uh, but that empty bucket to me, that's the best way to use Pato. That two two up top, two wide, and then two underneath. You know, so that kind of you. And uh, I thought that that worked well. That's how I would use Pato. Well. We'll see. All right, let's talk about studs and duds, guys. I'll go first with the studs and duds. Uh, my stud for the game will be – all right, let's go with the dud first. My dud of the game <laughs> is uh, – it's easier to get my dud out of the way – will be Kyle Smith. Um, and Even though Andres did that, you know, bad thing in the midfield area, giving up the ball that caused the goal, but – uh, Kyle was in La La Land for two of those goals. Uh, one for Franco keeping him on side, and then the other one that uh, Ariola scored. Um, my uh, player of the game, um, Kara had a nice header, um, but he didn't do. Oh well, he had that bicycle kick um, that would have made ESPN's top twenty, but that was very slow motion. I mean, anybody could have saved that. Uh, that was really slow. It was. It was, it was <laughs> that was right in front of Cleo's face, right? I mean, that was really the slow, right? I don't think well, anyone well, had a better view of, of Kara's brick than Cleon because I know where he's Bro, sits. I almost lost and, my mind. Yeah, I, I, I looked over in that area and I just, I, I don't know if I saw it right, Cleo, but it just kind of looked like you just kind of kicked your kicked your chair back or like lean back, like, you know, and a couple couple choice words flew out. Like, it looked um, like you were thinking it. I, 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 you know, I, it looked like that from my vantage point. <laughs> I, I saw that miss and I just turned right where you're at. I was like, oh man. 
feels I'm going to give my stud to uh, Jean Montigna. I mean, once again, you know, didn't do anything bad, didn't do anything good, did what he had to do, did his job, and that was it. So there's my studs and duds. Eddie. Oh, man, this is tough. Clean, I'm going to pass it to you. What do you got? You got studs and duds? I'm not uh, sure. My only stud I was able to come up with was also Jal. Um, I don't recall him doing anything wrong in that game. Um, and he had a nice, he had a nice little uh, skill check. Remember that? That was that was nice. Yeah, he about, he about broke dude's ankle, man. That was nice. That was real nice. I like that. Um, other than that, man, like I don't know, man. Take your choice, man. Like, you you got. You got Carr with that blowing header. You got you got Juan with the falling down when he's supposed is falling down uh, right in the box <laughs> as usual for homeboy to just get a wide open blast at the goal. Um, <laughs> you got you got on you got Andres the one that started the whole thing. Uh, one trying to Mister Mister Chill. Um, we need to call him man Ice the Ice Man or something. Yeah, I saw talking yesterday. Check out, was good. That, that dude's chilled, bro. He's too chill. Yeah, he's um, nice. even my boy Tesho. Appreciate you coming on the show. I love Tesho, but uh, bro, uh, he 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 does it a lot. I'll say he does this a lot, but that game in particular. He has so many runs where he'll make a run and then just cannot locate the ball. And I don't understand why he never like even it's even like a goalkeeper and then a penalty shootout. If they're just guessing like you got a 50 50 shot of guessing which direction it's coming. Right. So eventually you're going to guess the right way. And it just seems like he never gets he never knows which side that ball's on when he makes a run and somebody passes it. And it, by the time he locates it, the, the defenders already got the ball. And it's it's just a wasted. He makes so many good runs to where he's doing the right thing, but he just cannot pick up where the ball is. And um, yeah, I need I need y'all to get all this stuff corrected, bro, because it's driving me nuts. All these little things like that, man. It's it's just too much. It's too much for me right now. No, I don't want these kids on my team. So no, I don't want the kids either. So I, I just, everybody's getting a dud, bro. Everybody's getting a dud. And then and then like. Bro, our two—I swear—our two biggest home games we've had, where where people are actually showing up, we've laid complete eggs. Like, uh, I think the other one was what's the other one? The Red Bulls, bro. Where where we had like seventeen, eighteen. I don't know. It seemed like we had a lot of people for for well, a lot compared to what we usually get. And this hey, was you another had a Paul one. Paul McCartney concert. Anybody worry about no Paul McCartney, bro? I'm just saying it was his last. Yeah. Year. They they they, they clogged up my my uh, they ain't even they clogged up my, my my parking area though man it's possible yeah yeah so <laughs> so my start of the game was blue bro blue 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 in the parking lot he helped my he helped my spot down uh, I texted him I said hey man hold my spot and blue blue in the parking lot he helped my spot so blue gets my stud bro is that the rest the of y'all is a bunch of dust is that the church no he's, are you at the church he, next door no 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 you know like the 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 lot. Uh, you know where the purple gas station is when you go down that little mid street? Yeah. Next to the purple gas station. Like uh, it's right when you get to that intersection once you w- walk down there. If you're oh, walking down there the, on the right hand side, that big lot right there. That's blue. Uh, that's, that's, blue. Good, that's a good spot. Uh, I, might, 
Oh, right. Mine's the church. I go and pray for Orlando City to win next year. Yeah. Yeah. I, need need to, uh, I, I need you to pray a little harder. Than that. Um, yeah, yeah, you need, <laughs> yeah, you need I know you Portuguese are Catholic. You need to light a couple candles or whatever. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. This guy, this guy got, got player candles. Pedro Santos. That don't count. Just because his name is Saint. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. studs. Um, studs. I'm going to give it to the first half. Orlando City. I'm just kidding. I'm going to give a, a stud. A little shout out to Urchin Gata for great header. Um, Marisa Pereira. Marisa Pereira for <laughs> the great delivery on that. And uh, Junior Urso for continuing to, continuing to play every so much and be so versatile. But um. Duds, yeah, I mean, look, and shout out to Cosman for playing center back, and he had he had some some moment. Like I, I'm not as harsh on him as you, JJ, for for giving the context. Um, but but Dud, yeah, I mean, look, uh, I'm I'm just gonna be harsh uh, to someone else as Andres Pereira because, bro, like, it, you know what gets me mad is that 92 percent passing. You know, but to what to what avail to what, you know, expected assist point zero one, you know. So what's 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 all that passing? Where are you going with that? And uh, just if you you know when you lose a ball in the midfield, you got to take it personally and go get it back. I watched that again, man, and that dude was just chilling, and it just bothers me. And um and uh, and then that shot, who went and played him in? He got in behind. He pressed a simple pass to Perea, and it was a tough angle. But you got to put that on frame, Papa. The you know the, those. If we're gonna be a team, if we're gonna try to play, if we're gonna get our best chances from the counterattack, we need to be we need to be better at finishing. And and um, you know, did once once we get everyone back, um, and maybe we put it or so. I would prefer you know, or so back in the, back in that eight spot. And he's doing fine as that fake winger thing, the pocket winger, so to speak. But, but I kind of miss him being in that spot Perea's at and trying to use a real winger, you know, put Facundo out there or something. So. Hey, when is Urso going to get tired, man? I don't know, man. I don't know. I keep expecting him to when he just doesn't. Yeah, Urso is third on the team in minutes between uh, behind Mauricio Pereira and Juan Martino. And uh, I think he's up there. So it's, it's he's the third third in minutes, believe it or not. And, uh, so those are my studs and duds. And yeah, anyways, go ahead. All right. All right, we're going to do, uh, even though this isn't the halfway, uh, you know, to the season, uh, we're, we're three games short to halfway, basically. But uh, we're going to, we're going to, talk and give out some awards as this is like the break of the season, you know, the two week break. So we're going to do some awards. We're going to do the newcomer of the year, the, and the MVP and the biggest dud so far this year. So I'll, uh, you guys want me to go first? I'll go first. I don't make care. Uh, newcomer of the year. I'll give it to, uh, my newcomer of the year is Cesar. Uh, Arujo. Uh, I think he has uh, basically played to his expectations. Um, he's He's been big for Orlando City at that position, right there at center defensive mid. Um, he's done everything. Uh, Facundo, to me, hasn't been billed to what he was that everybody talked about in his Penarol days. Uh, what does he have, like one or two goals? which I would have expected him. Uh, he has had two goals. I would have expected him way more than that, at least five or six already. Um, and like he, the league almost, bro. 
well, all the hype that he was uh, that, that was given to him, and you know, for everything that he's done, I, I would assume that he would have been one of the top in the league, and he's not. He's not a top player of the league. So uh, I don't know if it's going to be his first year. You know, he has to get uh, accustomed to the MLS, and maybe next year play better, but. Um, but Cesar just c- has come in and I think has done great besides his uh, Dickerson uh, shot that he had against Austin. Um, my MVP so far? Ah. Say it. Well, you know what you want to say. I do want to say it. I'm going to say Juan Montino. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Juan Montino. To me, I mean, the guy scored two goals already for us. Um, he's, he's done great job. I mean, he hasn't done mistakes like, you know, on the other side, the right back positions done plenty of mistakes. Um, he's played the game, the, the game correctly. Um, so I'm going to give it to him. Pato, uh, hasn't played enough. And when he does play, I don't see the brilliance of what Pato can do. Kara to me is too slow. He's had opportunities. Just those legs aren't there for him. Um, Mauricio, one day he's good. Next day he's kind of eh, eh, So, um, and then uh, trying to think, Pedro, he's he's had some stunkers also. So, I mean, I, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, the, especially in the last game, that goal that could have probably have saved that third goal from going in. Um but uh, besides that, I got to give it to Juan Montino. And then what was the other one? It's our uh, biggest stud. Biggest stud. I'll give it to Andres Perea. Um, uh, he, I mean, all the hype, U.S. national team after that, he's just has gone down. We've talked about this before. Um, and he just, his head's not in the right place, man. Uh, something's up with him and the coaching staff has to do something because his head is not in the game. Every time he comes in, something doesn't evolve rightly with him. So he is my biggest dud so far this year. So who wants to go next? Cleon already. Go All ahead. right. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, newcomer of the year, Assessor Ara, Araujo. Is that how you say his name? Uh, um, yeah. Don't worry. There's a lot of people with the same name, different pronunciations, pretty much spelled the same. So, Assessor Araujo to me has been, he's exceeded expectations. I knew he was, I liked his tape coming in and everything, but his uh, his IQ is savvy, is impressive. His positioning is, is, is good. His um, just kind of awareness, you know, sometimes he keeps it real simple. His ability to kind of, you know, get, get fouls and stuff like that. It's been useful in situations. Um, he lost his head, but he's young. It happens. And, um, but I think Cesar has been, I think he's probably been the best signing we had this all, all season in regards to his impact so far. My MVP is, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, uh, JJ. Um, my MVP is going to be Mauricio Pereira because, I mean, he's, he's created, um, if you look at his output and how much he's created, his key passes, his um, his ability to, to impact the, the match when he's out, it's it's uh, the drop-off is so severe. Uh, 
Marv Galdi on the ball. You saw when he came in in the, in the Miami game. He, you know, he he changed that 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 game in the Open Cup when he came in. I think he's been crucial. I think he's been reliable. I think he's been more consistent this year than last. Um, he he wins the ball back. He he wins. He's uh, he's, he's last match he has sixty three percent dual percentage win win rate. I mean he he goes in there. He fights. He runs to the end. And yeah, I would like to see more goals. But if we had a better better surrounding attack around him he, he'd he'd be near double digit assist and he's got six already so my mvp is going to be is going to be mauricio no Clay, i want to hear about your secondary mm. assists i talked about key passes too i think look give him all straight mls assists if we, we had a better team he'd have 10 straight regular assists and uh i meant that and then um uh biggest dud dang you know look who are someone I defended with? I think he gets harsher criticized. It doesn't get enough praise. But I also thought he'd take another step. He hasn't. So I don't think he's as down as people make him out to be. I don't. I still don't think our answer at right back is on the squad. Personally, I don't think. If we moved on from Juan, if we, I wouldn't hate it. If we move, but I don't think Cosmo's the answer to start. I don't think Mikey Holiday is the answer. So it. But while we have him, I would still stick with Juan. But I, I did think he would take another step up. I'm not going to say dud, but I'm disappointed in that. And uh, Andres Perea is another guy who, too, where I thought I thought he had a bright future. Jason Christ gets him for a month, ruins him. And now he's just, you know, he's just he's stuck between six and eight. And I'm not sure. And I just don't see this drive from the kid I was hoping for. I don't see him, you know, necessarily taking that that leap where I thought, OK, Ursula's going to go soon. He's older. Andres could take step into his role. But Ursula's level is above Andres Perea. You know, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm comping out with my answer, but that's my answer. And look, he hasn't been a dud. He hasn't been a dud, but Pedro this year versus Pedro last two years. Pedro's, uh, I don't know if it's because his last year was contract, but uh, Pedro has not been as good this year as he'd been in previous years. So who's your dud? Um, actually, I gave you, I gave you three. All right. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, well, I was, I assume you would have just said the whole team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for real though, you know. Yeah. So look, um, died. I don't know, man, because. I, I just I don't think I don't like that I just don't like the, giving the whole thing but if I had to probably pick uh, I think Perez cost us a few games probably and I just thought he, he would he would he, he would move up but who has had some stinker too but he's also contributed more positively than Andres as well so I, was, I guess I'll say just Andres whatever alright play on alright um, MVP I'll start I'll start with MVP I'm going um, I'm going Urso uh, for sure. For I me. knew you would. That's part of the reason I went for Mauricio. Why? Cause, huh? Why? Why did you know I would go Urso? I just had a feeling you go Urso because you've been talking about how, how, how you know, how sturdy he's been, reliable, and yeah. he's been I mean, dangerous. He's, bro, he's been productive, too. He has, in different like, ways. He's had, he's had three goals, two assists. He's a midfielder, bro. And, and he tracks back, and he says yeah. good crosses, and he gets into the box, he scores with his head, with his feet. You know, he's been productive. And remember the Chicago goal got taken away from him. Yeah, he's he's been. I mean, he's been our third most productive uh, player when you're talking about goals and assists, and he's a mid, he's a defensive midfielder. So, um, and, and he's just he's been there, bro. Like he's he's just been there. Um, 
Night in and night out. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter who. um, If it wasn't for that, I would go. It's always hard for me to go, like, defender and stuff like that um, uh, as, as, like, MVP. I mean, unless you're, unless you're, maybe if you're a goalkeeper and you're literally just saving everything every night um, or stuff like that. But I, I would shout out Jal. I would also shout out Jal. He's been, he's actually, he's been excellent as well. Um, but uh, I'll definitely go Urso for MVP. Uh, newcomer, I I would have to go, I'd actually have to go Cara over. I would, I would have went Araujo. Um but I actually feel like he's tailed a bit. Um, he started off really hot, but he's—I I feel like he's tailed a bit even before his little meltdown with uh, Austin. He's—he's—he's he's, he's been trending down, I think, in my opinion. Um, and and like Seba's coming in, I think that's kind of been good for us, honestly. Um, at least recently, uh, he, he's most likely he's probably going to start trending back up, but. Um, Car and Car, he's been trending up. Um, people give him a lot of stick, but he's been he's been productive. He's been our most productive player that we had. He's got seven. He's got seven goals and assists. So it's I mean, um, in only less than a thousand minutes. I mean, the guy's got five goals, two assists in in nine hundred ninety seven minutes. Um, that's on pace for what we all expected for him to coming in. Uh, Faku, he's definitely been. Uh, lower than expected, uh, for sure. Um, Pato, I disagree with the Pato part. What JJ said, he's that dude. He's been, he's been on the same thing. He's got six. He's had three goals, three assists in in nine hundred eleven minutes. Um, so he's he's been, he's just been a prisoner to you know coach senior in or out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, I can't really hold that too much against. So um, those those are those have been our most productive guys we've had, like Urso, Pato, and Carr. So um, Carr and Carr could have had so much more, man. That's why it's frustrating even giving it to him because you know he could have had so much more. Like he's had some blown, blown bunnies, bro. Like, like he legitimately could have like eight, like all comps. He he should have like around eight goals by now. At least, are you counting all those outside goals? Huh? You're counting all those offside goals? No, I'm just, you're talking about those ones he had like when he first started when he's like yeah, all yeah, by yeah, no, 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 no. He's, he's, he's blown some bunnies, bro. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and he's had some saves. Remember that that uh, against Cincinnati where did the reverse kind of chip from Pato with his left over the top and then Kata hits the header and uh, mm. Khan comes out of nowhere? I mean, that was another one right there. And Kata set some people up and they've bricked some, some shots too. So, But Kata is, is our ex- goals per 90 is a point four. The next best is point two. Uh, well, Kyle point three two, but that's just lack of minutes. Point two seven with Pato, who's playing more, and then Urso and Fagundo are the same. Point eighteen. That's yeah. That's not I mean, deal. for me, for me, I'm looking at I'm looking at all comps. I'm looking at Open Cup, and I'm looking at um, and I'm looking at MLS. So it's it's. I mean, those guys are um. I look at you know I look at goals and I look at assists, mm. like actual assists. You know, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Ones that you pass it to a guy, and he puts it in the net. So, so, um, like Pato and Carr has been far above everyone else. So, um, uh, in, in that, in that regard. So, I mean, for, for, for a team, for, for me, for a team that, that struggles to put goals in the net, like I, I'm not, I'm, you know, 
uh, I'm, I'm counting. I'm, I'm going to value goals and I'm going to value assists much higher than y'all. Cause it's for me, that's like, it's just my biggest pet peeve. Like score some goals, bro. Put it in the net. I don't want to, I don't want like, Oh, you should have, or I should have eight goals. I, I could have had this or that or whatever. Like, Y'all, they need to get it together. And they just need to put. They need to start scoring some goals. It seems too talented. It's too talented for them to struggle the way they do, and it's super frustrating. Um, did I get all? The, did I get everything? Oh, my dud. Your dud. Yeah, my dud. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go. Juan. Um, love him, but I gotta go. Juan. He's just. He had a miserable like that. Like, and he started trying to come out of it a little bit. Um, but. It, <laughs> When you're just looking at the entire course from game one through Open Cup till now, there's like a lot of making up to do. Now, mind you, Andres Perea, if we were doing a if we were doing a you suck by 90 minutes projection, Andres Perea, you would be sitting right around um, the Yuri zone, right? Yeah, yeah, you would be giving you would be giving him some uh, some real comp. Um, but but Juan Juan's going to get it over over Andres just because Juan's been out there more than Andres. <laughs> so he's had more chance to mess up than Andres. But yeah. like I said, if you're going 90, if you're going, if you're going per 90, yeah, Andres, you're right up there with him. So yeah. shout out for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to jump in there, but but like the regression we've seen for some of our players, like speaking of like, you know, the All goal per 90, but goal per 90 from Richard Cotta, he was leading 0.42. Benji had like a five something um, a couple of years ago. Mueller was in the six and now he was, in the, you know, was higher. And like all of those guys are higher than our highest guy this year. It's not good. But but you see regression at how Benji so far this year or before he got hurt. Uh, Fogundo still, you know, adapting. Well, you know, let's see stage. Um, and and Moutinho's uh, got better, and um, uh, Cesar's done good, and I think other guys are having good good years too. But I think Mauricio's having better, maybe his, you know, maybe his best year with us. And um, but but um, you know, Juan Juan and Andres are, are regressing. Has had a regression year, in my opinion, and Pablo and Pedro too. To be honest, oh yeah, yeah. Pe- and and if, if it wasn't, yeah, let me let me say that part. And if it wasn't for uh, Andres and Juan running away with this thing, low key Pedro's he hasn't been that he has not been good this year. Yes, and yes. and and so for my on the flip side of that, my surprise has actually been Mason because he's yes. played he's played extremely solid, way higher than I expected him to. No, and no, Holiday bailed him out. Yeah, yeah, Holiday bailed him out because I don't know what the heck Mason was doing. Yeah, but that's out. literally yes, but that's but that's the only the first thing. thing. That's the only thing. I've ever seen him do wrong this season. That's yeah. the that's the only wrong foot forward I've seen Mason do, do, you, do you, for you this entire season. So you're being consistent with the near posting. You you don't fault him for that goal. I don't. From, I don't. From Sosa. far post is not. Yeah. I mean, unless, yeah, people were killing him because because the goal Miami goal from what was his name? Dang, it, I forgot his name. The, in the Open Cup, the guy blasted it to his near post. He's a little late to react, but man, that guy hit that hit the crap out of that man. So that one, that one was that, that was, was like, that was placed extremely well, though. I it mean, was. like that thing was like right at the it went in right at the post, so it's like you know what that I mean. Was a, that was a warm burner, man. Yeah, yeah for real, that would have decapitated a garden gnome. No, so <laughs> yeah, I can't. No. Yeah. All right, so. You got uh, Mason. I agree. I agree with Mason. I think Mason could probably start right now over Pedro. You, you know, I'm saying right now, um, I, if Pedro wants anything like 
Blake or Turner money, like the rumors have it, you just no way you do that. You know, allocate that money, get yourself another center back, get yourself another winger. You, you got Joanna's last year, you know, the, you, I would not allocate that money to re-sign Pedro at anywhere near that, that money at all. I would just run with Mason. There's a, there's a lot that has to go on this off season, you know, from Joel Montino to Pedro Galese to maybe getting a new right back. Uh, there's going to be a lot of, a lot's going to go on. Benji, right, Vanderwater, yeah. uh, uh, check, check, checking on Gaston, um, all that, bro. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. A lot going on that's going to happen this offseason. All right, let's go with the thoughts on changes that you guys want to see happen for these next uh, set of games that are coming up. Uh, we have uh, New England on the 15th. Then on the 18th, we got Houston. And then we have uh, the good old Cincinnati that's been creeping up lately. Uh, they're right right behind us. And then we have uh, Nashville and the U.S. Open Cup. So we have, a, you know, we take two weeks off, but then we have basically uh, four games within the next uh, two weeks, guys. What do you guys think about these upcoming games coming up, Cleon? Um, more so about the games. I don't really have thoughts on the games themselves, but just as far as the leading up to this little stretch, this next stretch, like we got this break and we got the stretch of games coming up, um, which are, they're all important at this point. Um, and New England, they should be coming down. They just lost books. They, they, um, Houston, uh, you know, they're, they're here to miss. You know they could they could be they could be good on the night, but for for their they're not a team to be scared of. Um, same thing with with Cincinnati and and Open Cup. So you you really for me, this looks like a stretch to where you should be able if you're if you're who you say you are and you're a good team and you're one of the top four teams, you should be able to run through this this uh, this little part in the schedule coming up. You should be able to to, to gather up some a good amount of points um, in these next three three games plus uh, plus Open Cup. Um, so for me, they just they this att- they got to fix this attack, man. And this is more poppy than anything. Like they they just have to get this together, man. They're like it's it's too much. It's you have too much going on. You have too many talented players. Um, Hopefully, hopefully you can get you can get um you can get Antonio back by the time maybe maybe if not by the game on the fifteenth, but maybe by the you know the in New England, maybe even Houston. Um, but we we just have to get this together, man. Like it we it should not be a struggle the way it's been, and and like I said, the the fact that we do look like crap most of the time. Um, we're not a pretty team to watch, man. Um, we should be, but we're not. And and uh, as much as we struggle and and we we play down to opponents and and we meet we meet opponents at whatever level they're at, whether that's up that's above us or it's below us. Instead of just enforcing who we are and just beating the snot out of somebody or whatever, we just go down to their level. It's lazy play, bro. It's just to me, it's just lazy play, and it's like. Poppy's just got to get this right. You got to get your eleven, your eleven out there, your best eleven, um, and 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 figure it out. 
and figure it out. You need to have you need to have Paso out there. You need to have Carr out there. You need to have Facundo out there. Mauricio, um, Urso, those guys, those guys right there to me, absolutely need to be out there. Like no ifs and buts about it. I don't care what formation you're talking about. I don't care what you're doing. I feel like if you're Poppy, you start right there. You start there, and 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 then. You know, you figure out if you want Sebas or you want or you want uh, Cesar, depending on the matchup or or, um, you know, then when once you get out for the fullbacks as of right now, Jao, he absolutely he should be there as well. Um, um, when when you're talking about now the back half, Jao, you absolutely you start there. Jao's there. Janssen, he's there no matter what. Um Antonio, if Antonio's back, I mean, that's a no brainer as well. He's there. Juan, for me, as much as Juan does wrong, what other option you have? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you could if if you can't do it. See, and that's the thing. You could do Kyle Smith and and just be like, hey, Kyle, just stay back in defense. You know what I mean? You could do that, but fine. you can't. But you can't do that if if you're gonna go out there and play like a team that doesn't know how to score and, and can't put a point and and can't put anything on the board. If you're going to go out there and let those dudes run like LASC does, like Atlanta does, and all these other teams, and they're, when you look at their attack, you look at their attack attack, it's not – when you say look at their players, you just put their players up next to ours. This, you can't say, oh, they score like that because – or even Austin's even doing this. You can't put their – look at their rosters, look at ours, and be like, oh, that's just because it's, – it's not like they got freaking Messi or somebody sitting on their squad, bro. You know what I mean? And well, that does have like forty-five million in their midfield. They're attacking three, and and it's all injured, and and most of it's injured. And those dudes, bro, and and that's the thing. Think about Atlanta, even Atlanta, right? And and Atlanta hasn't even been good, but they also they also put some points up there. They got three more you know goals than I mean? we do. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. Their goal differential zero, 20 and twenty. Already yeah. seventeen and twenty, negative yeah. three. They're not even good, and and half their team's injured. Um. And 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 they swap their they swap teams out, but it doesn't matter. They still play the same way. You know what I mean? They still play the same way. They still look the same um, as, as they did when they had the other guys before that. They all let out of there. Like we got to get this attack fixed. It has to get fixed. You you have to. We have to be more aggressive. And if if you're able to do that, if you want to throw, if, if Juan keeps messing up, and you want to throw a fullback in there that's not going to do nothing up top, and be like, hey, just stay back in the fan. I don't care what else you do, Kyle. Fine. But the way we play now, absolutely not. Kyle needs to stay where he's at. You know what I mean? And yeah. and because because as of right now, if we're not getting if we're not getting anything out of Urso and and Huan, we're just not getting anything. And that's ridiculous because you're talking about a defender and a defensive midfielder, bro. Like our attack should been hinged on them. That's nuts. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, basically the these uh, three games. Art is going to tell our season. I agree with I'll that. Be with These three games between New England, Houston, and Cincinnati. Absolutely agree. Uh, will, will tell us our game. If we come out of here with basically less than three points, you can kiss our season goodbye. Um, but if we come out here in these two weeks, basically, we do training and we – go and learn how to attack like we need to, like Cleon says. And we end up getting 
between, I would say, at least we have to get at least seven points. In for me, seven for me, points. for the nine, for the three MLS games, I feel like if you're actually going to tell me you're going to compete, you, you, need win. Be, you need to be walking out of there with at minimum five to six points. At minimum. You know what I mean? They, these teams that are coming up, they're not world beaters right now. And I know New England, everybody sees the name New England, and they're, they're thinking like last year, like these dudes ran through everybody. But this clearly is not last year's New England. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now they don't even have boost on top of that. And, so and, you need five to six points at minimum. And same thing with Houston and Cincinnati. So, like I said, these three games, it, it's going to be a make it or break it. Uh, if we suck with these three games and come out with one point or less than one point and lose all three of them, you can kiss our season goodbye. That's nine points that we just lost. Um, and then you got the Open Cup, Nashville. Um, what do you do? You play these three games and say you do lose all three or you get one point out of the three or two points. Um, what's your morale against Nashville? You know, what, what, what I mean, we'll be like, oh man, we just these three games were basically knocked us below the playoff red line, you know. A, are they going to come up and say, hey, this is basically what we have for the season is to try to get this U.S. Open Cup and play their hearts out, or will they then just lay an egg, basically? So these three games are very important for us, then even for the U.S. Open Cup to get us you know, hopefully to the semifinal and beat Nashville at home. Um, But these are very, very important. This is our season right here, I think. These three games, league games, are our season. It will tell us if we make it or we break it. Eddie? I'm on par with you guys with this. I mean, I think New England on road, the I mean, on the road, the way we've been playing this year on the road, I mean, that's a game where we can stash the points from. And we got to start winning at home. Houston at home, we, we got to take care. They're not that good of a team. Uh, Houston's not not someone that you should be scared about. That's someone that we come home. We should we should put a good licking on them. And you know, Cincinnati is a team that's trying to up uh, kind of catch up with us. They're right next to us, so that would be a quality point or or a point or, or a win there would be great, but I would just like to, to see a better approach against Cincinnati. Um, we did pepper them for a while in that match, but they caught us on the break and hopefully it makes good adjustments. But honestly, yeah, five, six, seven points from those three, you got to do it because you know what happens after that? You got the open cup, right? What about the morale? The, how is the team feeling after losing that stretch in, in June? Guess what comes next? A homestand, two in a row at home, DC at home on the fourth and then Miami at home on the ninth. And you start, you go in there stinking it up. And you you don't and then you you go and you lose you don't you don't win two in a row at home that that's it it's it's, it's a wrap it's a wrap right there man you, you got to come in there you got to be going with some momentum and you got to win those home games especially against Eastern Conference foes who are near the bottom of the table there with DC and Miami so it's it's definitely important how we come into this this stretch a hundred percent a hundred percent totally yeah, with you guys so, so Miami's not even that far behind us guys I mean Miami's yeah. at eighteen points so the, the, if we it's it's literally a six point game between us so Miami's climbing. Yeah, so to even emphasize the point on what JJ's saying about how this this little stretch right here is going to define us, 
like just the like if you if you take your 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 five to seven points out of these next three coming up like you should, and then you're turning around and you're looking at Miami and, and DC at home, uh, you should beat them. Like there shouldn't be no questions asked about it. You need to beat them. That you, be you, six. You need to. That needs to be six. You need to take those points. Then you do what you're supposed to do from uh, with those two. You should be realistically. You should be sitting at the top of the table, and if not top. Second, you know what I mean, and then you're right on path to, to do what you do what you say a home playoff you, you want to be doing, and not yeah. just home playoff game. You could be you could be on path with with the window coming up. You Correct. could be walking into the window wounded, but at the same time you look at the table and you're sitting first or second. Mm-hmm. You're you're in the window, and mm-hmm. and you know you can go straight to Mark Wilson and be like, hey, um, no, we're beat please. up, we're beat up, we're hurt. We are our squad really ain't up to up up to task like like we thought it would be, but we're in first or we're in second. You know, uh, you can get us X X player X whatever. Uh, I really think we can make a run for the shield, and you could realistically if you do what you're supposed to do coming up. You know what I mean? Because this team's looked terrible. It's looked terrible, but you look at the standings and you're right there. You're right there. If we didn't drop, bro, if we didn't drop these points, this game just now, at, at one point when we were up, we were going to be sitting at the top of the table or second. Second, yeah, because yeah. NBC's got a game in hand still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we'd be, well, Philadelphia's got 25, but yeah, if we would have got, we would have been 24, we would have been third by one point, yeah. We'd and um, right there. Mm-hmm, absolutely, you're right. And look, and what we need to do is become a little more difficult, especially at home, to beat. That was Poppy's kind of calling sign, right? We we didn't have more losses and ties before. Now it's the opposite. Remember, we a lot of draws. We got five losses, six wins, three draws. If we turn those draws, uh, two of those losses into two ties, that puts us in fourth place with with New York right now. You know, just two of those. Just that's it. We we we're, we're or tied with Montreal in third place. We be you know. So we, we gotta we gotta just execute and see these games up better. We gotta maximize. If we, we 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 take seven or six out of this next window, window open cup match, and then win at home, we're we're flying next window, and we can say, look, we're we, we're making a race up the standings, and we we're we're deep in the open cup, you know, open up that wallet. Yeah, I agree totally, and especially. Let me ask you guys this real quick: Where do we go? Where we open up the wallet? Is it at right back? Where do we where do we need right now? If Wilf was to come to you guys and say, I got the money to spend, where do I need to spend it on right now to get somebody good? Who would it be? What position? Leon. I mean, for me, and I'll probably be disagreeing with, for me, um, I'm definitely getting, you need another center back. You need, and I feel like you need another ten. You need another ten as well. You need a, you need a, a ten. Whether Mauricio's there or not, you you need you need another ten. We have nobody behind him. We need somebody that can come in. He gets subbed out a ton. You know what I mean? And he'll get subbed out when when we're chasing the game. And a lot of times he'll get subbed out, and we're subbing him out for like another defensive midfielder. Can you imagine if you're you're subbing him out and then you're bringing in like an actual ten, an attacking ten? You know what I mean? That can yeah. that can actually go and help you get some points on the board and do some things himself. Um, so for me, 
you have to help that attack. You have to get some more depth of that center back. Um, right back, if you got money for the right back, get the right back too. Eddie? Yeah, look, uh, I don't actually don't disagree with with Cleon here. I think, I think um, Mauricio, he, there's he hasn't been a ten his whole career. He's not. A, he was never a big money guy. He wasn't a, a ten in Europe and all that. He's always been more of an eight, etc. In Russia. Um, and he was free. So, it, you know, he, he's good in the role he does and how he plays, but he's not a guy number 10 who's going to be running and flying at you. I would like to have someone like that or even play Fagundo there if you needed to and um, and mm-hmm. have and have have an attacking. And the point is, Mauricio doesn't need to be the 10 to be effective. No, you know, he could what Ursula's doing now. He could do. He could he could even do that fake right right winger. He played right mid for a bit as well, so he could do the the, the same thing. We and then so first of all, it's his last year, and we need to find a rep, we need to get a replacement and get him get him going, get him hot, get him used to the league. That would be and also our wing production hasn't been good because we on the on the we 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 don't we got Faku doing all kinds of stuff all over the place right and then Mulraney Mulraney was was fine I don't think he was anything world beater I mean I don't think he was brought in to to solve problems for us he was depth and Gaston who knows who knows what he was gonna be he's, he's young he thought these South Americans keep coming in here they're gonna tear up the league and they don't so uh, who knows what he was gonna be so the point is obviously they're looking at winger. Um, and we don't know what Gaston's going to be next year. We don't know how he's going to get healthy. Vanderwater's hurt her for the year. We don't know if he's coming back. Benji's at the end of his contract, right? So those I'll leave us with playing Pato sometimes on the right wing, sometimes. That leaves us with one winger, Fagundo, uh, Fagundo and Moreni, two, one and a half, right? So I would add a winger, two, and center back, and, and uh, you know, I still would like us to get starting fullbacks for next year, but right now we could probably, I'll put that at the bottom of the list because Kyle can do a job at least in either position, so there's enough depth there. Uh, for that, I think, he, you know, I trust him enough to, to he, we could win with him as a starter if we needed to. We just had to change the way we play, but he's proven to be when he was a starter last year that we could win with him as a starter. So I have faith in him in that regards where, where the priority to me is an attacking midfielder, uh, a winger and a center back. That's, that's where I would spend. And you know what, a, a, a loan, a loan for, for, for each spot or whatever is fine with me. No, I would buy an attacking midfielder. I would get a, a center back on loan with an option. We still have three good center backs and we still have a promising Thomas and then a winger, you know, I would probably buy one to be honest, but I understand the reluctance since they just bought one and traded for one. So, but I would, I would spend straight up cash on attacking midfielder right now. Yeah. We, we totally. got, sorry, real quick. We got 17 goals for 20 against and out of 17, five or set pieces. We need, we need goals, man. We need yeah, goals. We need goals. Point blank. We need goals. And we, we are, we need goals. yeah, goals for right now. We are tied. We have 13 Chicago, Charlotte, an expansion team in Chicago was parking it already. Miami's just two away from us. And then we got, then we're tied with DC and Columbus at the bottom. You know, that ain't good. It's not good. No, it's not. We, we're, we're, we're near the top. Like Leon said, we won one more win. We're in that top three. But, but, our, but we're at the bottom three in regards to goals for. That, that's just yep. not sustainable. You cannot sustain that. That's why those draws, are, we have less draws returning into losses. Because once we're, it's, once we're down two goals, 
or down. You know, we it's can't, over. We can't make it up. Even one goal sometimes. But once once it's three one, that stadium was 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 out. Everyone knew at that point. Once it's three one, it's a wrap. We ain't coming back because where are the goals coming from? And and the the thing that's bad about it because a lot of people just looked like, oh well, we we should have had these goals or we should have this or we should have that, right? And be like, oh, guys are just missing some bunnies, bro. It's not even that because like, even if you look at like XG expected goals, we're at the bottom, bro. Like we're we're just like you said, we're still third bottom. Yeah. Like you you got a team like NYCFC, they've only played thirteen games. Their expected goals was freaking twenty seven. Ours is four. Ours is less than sixteen through fourteen games, and we got seventeen expected goals. Bro. We have said we have exceeded our expected goals, which tells which tells you exceeded. everything you need to know, and say we don't play right. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that means there's been some bangers here and there, and some goals, and like that kind of goal was that means the that. way we play, we should we we shouldn't be scoring the goals, exactly. which means we need to change the way we play. Yeah, you look, this is MLS, man. You see, look, look at the Champions League final. Madrid won. Um, uh, they had three shots on goal, but they, how many, they fumbled a couple counters, looked at Juan Faku won a couple years, weeks ago, where there was two, two on one. They blew it too. This, this is the Champions League final. Liverpool had like 25 shots and they still missed. You cannot be creating half chances and expect them to finish all the time when those guys are running around, not getting shots. This is MLS. These guys are not that clinical to be finishing at that clip. And yet they're still exceeding their XG. You gotta, you, you gotta shooters need to shoot. You need to give people more reps. You can't just be like, you're going to get one three a game and you're going to have to hit it or we're going to lose. You know, you can't. That's just not how sports works, right, Cleon? No. Like, yeah. You're, you're going to be in the corner. You're going to be open for that three and you better hit it. Bro, that's my first shot. <laughs> you know, dang. I got no rhythm. Like, I haven't, you know, et cetera. Anyways, you get it. All right, guys. Let's go to our uh, uh, shout outs for the day. Um, who wants to go first? Oh, good. That's fine. Um, huh? I want to shout out. I want to shout out America's pastime. I want to shout out America's pastime because I went to my very first baseball game. When it was, was your first one ever? It was my first one. You, technically, you, technically, it was my you second. Okay, technically well, it was my second. Your, your hometown of Atlanta. You went but, to a Braves game. No, 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 no. When I was when we went on a field trip when I was in when I was going to school in Bermuda, we were like in the sixth grade. Um, we went on a field trip to Toronto. Yes, to Toronto. That's how we roll in Bermuda. We field trip to Toronto. And then we uh we went to uh we went to uh to a Blue Jays game. But I was like super young. I don't even barely remember it. So I don't count it. My first game as a like a, a grown man or an adult or even a, a, a child that's able to remember and know what's going on in the sports game. This was my first ever baseball game. And I want to say I threw the first few innings, two, three. I thought that I thought I almost thought they had a new, they had a new fan to the sport. I almost thought they did, but then they had me in the first half, but then they lost me. Yeah, yeah. I was live blogging it. He was live tweeting this. Yeah, thing, bro, bro. I was excited. Four and a half I was innings? excited, bro. I was excited. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was excited, bro. I was excited. I was like, yeah, this is this is cool. This is fun. Chicago's getting their brains beat in, but I didn't care. I'm not. I'm not from Chicago, so I don't care if they live. The home teams lose. Who are they playing? They are playing the Red Sox. 
Oh, okay. They're playing the Red Sox. They gave up like four or five in the first inning, bro. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, they, they, there was a no-hitter going through like the fourth. Bro, but this game just went on and on and on and on. Bro, this game started at 7-10 sharp on the dot. First pitch was gone. When this game ended, it was 10-58, bro. 10-58. It was 11 o'clock at night for a game that they lost 16-1 to or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. 16 to one, yeah. bro. This was a four hour game. Four hours. All the home runs didn't didn't make it fun for you. Or you they just too bro, long. Bro, it was too long. Four hours. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah. yeah. Four hours. They need a shot clock or something. Like something <laughs> needs to be. They need to do something. They didn't need enough that. peanuts or, or hot dogs, man. Bro, I was hot dogged out. I was hot dogged <laughs> out at that point. Like, bro, come on. Four hours. Yeah, come on! In the no, seventh the, inning, they didn't sing "Sweet Caroline" or take bro, me out to the care. ball game. I didn't care no more by then. Yeah, I was done. Yeah, yeah his, his Cleo's live blog did this disintegrated from whoa, another bomb. <laughs> ah, the White Sox getting correct. Dang, another pitching change. What is this? Is was it the Cubs or the White Sox? Did you? It was, it was, it was the White Sox. Sox. That was the, the, Sox. It was South that was the problem. Was, you went yeah. to Comiskey. You should have gone to Wrigley. Yeah, for real. You should have gone to Wrigley. What were you thinking? What? 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 what that was going to be. That was going to be three and a quarter yeah. hours. No, it's just if right. you're going to spend the time, go to an iconic stadium. You know, yeah, go to Wrigley. Yeah, they, man. They they have, at least there in those games. They, they didn't have a game that worked with the, the schedule. Oh my gosh, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. have a game that worked with the schedule. I wanted the, to go to Wrigley. But I went to the. It doesn't matter. When a game four hours, it's too long. Yeah, I, I went to a Guardians uh, Reds Reds game, and they they I was like, this is a record. I mean, they they went to two innings like twenty minutes, like fifteen minutes. I was like, this is this is gonna be a wrap in two. And then they went to extra innings. So uh, <laughs> was like three question, and a half hours. <laughs> so, question to both of you, because you went to the Guardians uh, against the Reds, and you went to the White Sox. Yeah. Red Sox. Oh, I loved it. How many people were in the stadium? Mm, they did. The, the, the Guardians about thirty five thousand. It was about eight. Maybe I'm out on the city game audience. Eight thousand people? You know, eighteen thousand or so. Yeah. It was good. You? I enjoyed I it because look, as a fan of the major league movies, when they came out, it was empty and they played a song for the major league movies. I had a time in my life. I was like, this place is empty. They suck. You know, I'm in downtown Cleveland. I thought it was it just made it funnier to me. I'm not an Indian. Uh, whatever Guardians fan. Go ahead. Right, shout out was you're never gonna be a baseball fan. Okay. So Eddie, what's your shout out? My shout out is I'm gonna you know I'm not I'm not making fun of anyone this time this time I'm not making fun food? of anyone food, food look food, huh yeah you who you who makes me do something arise with you who so I pass on you who um so um, fun story Caprice on my, my mom called him Capri Song my whole life I didn't actually make the connection that they had the word sun in it like the sunshine because of the way my mom said it until I was like 12 <laughs> I was like oh that's what they're called None of this, so all the Spanish listeners you guys understand but my shout out is to Alex Brown any second now yeah. not now should be a papa you got a little brown coming to town so I'm it's excited a lot of brown coming to town trust me <laughs> oh that's true man. Gonna yeah. be a lot of brown coming. a lot of brown yeah Alex Brown's gonna join He's, he should be a papa any, any moment now by the time this podcast is out you should be one more brown in this in this world and uh and shout out to aaron brown that looks like pregnancy's gone pretty good and uh, you know deliveries 
always praying for the best outcome. And Alex don't know what he got in for himself, buddy. He ain't going to sleep for a bit. That first dookie with that black stuff. Woof. And then, and that's, that's, that's the end of it. And and then he's going to join the team where the rest of us with kids are at, where you realize you love your, your dog, but they're not kids. They're, they're yeah. <laughs> so. Well, congratulations to Alex Brown, another Orlando City fan coming into the world also. So that's always a great thing. And the more Orlando City fans we have, the more chances we have to fill that stadium up someday again. <laughs> All right. JJ's like, how do you win fans back? Having babies. <laughs> uh, my shout out goes to Halam Real Madrid. Um, wow. They just uh, put a spanking on uh, Klopp. I really don't like Klopp. I uh, just, I can't stand him. He's so He's arrogant. a bit of a, bit of a whiner. Yeah. And uh, I'm so happy, you know, Luis Diaz. Sorry you left Porto and you still didn't win a championship. Should have stayed there. Um, but good job for Vinicius, Benzema, Modric, all those guys. Marcelo, who's lived in Real Madrid all his life, it seems like. Um, they've gotten, what, 15 titles and now all together in Champions League. So congratulations, Real Madrid, for winning the Champions League. The underdog. Everybody thought Liverpool was going to spank him and kick him out of there. And then, um, and then I got a, a not a shout-out, but it, like – what the heck was going on there in Paris with the security, man? That was kind of messed up. They yeah. screwed up the whole well, thing. Yeah, Thierry Henry says that stadium is in St. Denis, which is not Paris. And even Thierry Henry, who the king of France, you know, he was like, you do not want to be in St. Denis at certain time. So, the, you know, some of the locals apparently try to get into the game, etc. And then they, they, the French police, uh, they, they're, they're a little, they're a little they bit. jumped over. Yeah, they like to, they're a little bit quick with the pepper spray. And uh, that was a bit of a mess. But, but shout out to the low block. Because once again, beautiful, a million shots and all of this stuff. And as the asthma press of Liverpool, you know, I'm called the asthma press on purpose, Liverpool. Um, it, it didn't work. And uh, um, and uh, Real Madrid just knew exactly what they were going to do. And just, you know, Trent had, there was miles of space behind him. Venetia just waited, waited until the time to strike. And then, you know, if you have a... You have an exact way of playing every single time. A good coach like Ancelotti, who they said is just vibes, doesn't try, doesn't coach. He out coach. He, he out coach. Just give him a cigar. He'll be fine. Yeah, he just, he just, you're, you have a great story about, about uh, Angelotti from Bato's article today in the, the Players' Tribune. He said Angelotti's wife drove a helicopter and used to, used to fly him to practice at AC Milan. He'd come out in a helicopter with his wife with his cigar. I mean, that is the pimp of pimps. And uh, um, so shout out to Carlo Angelotti. And and he he outcoached Jurgen Klopp. Look, I don't I don't have anything really against Liverpool, but the the the, the you know English press is definitely they're, they're the darlings of the English press. And I just you know shout out to the low block and counterattack football because it, it won again. Just champions when you need to win a championship, defense wins championships. Yes, it does. Except in Orlando City, we we, we can't score. Even our defense can play good, but we just Andres Pereira gives up the ball. <laughs> And uh, they score. All right, guys. Well, that's uh, it. And uh, Kyle Smith lets the ball go over his head and goes into La La Land. All righty. Well, that's another episode of Orlando Lions. And Juan falls down.
Yeah, we, we ended the way we started, just taking yep. two shots at Kyle Smith. Give him a break, man. He's playing center back. You know, not play center back. Give Kyle a pass, man. I'll, I'll give him a pass. He played center back. So when he plays in two weeks again, we'll see what he plays. Yeah, Let's true. see what he does then. All right, guys. Well, we'll probably see you guys in a week, a week and a half, maybe. If we decide to uh, do one next week, we don't know. We we just in the last minute. Also, keep an eye on Twitter. We will do some spaces. I always do spaces. Uh, I tend to go on. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do a spaces. Maybe we'll do a spaces if we do a pod. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do something. Clear on saying this contract again. See if it international hey, bro, international I legit, breaks. I was legit just thinking that, but like I need to I need to forward this to the, to my agent and 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 see if um. If this is in the contract, because you should see his faces. This, this sounds like, like y'all. This sounds like y'all got to be doing extra work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Look at that, that face, man. Oh, He's the best it. thing is when we go on to spaces. Cleon comes on, and then you know he actually does a good job. You do a good job on spaces. He does. Like, even after the game, you're getting in your car and you do live shots. Is that on your contract? Doing live shots for uh, other things, Look, you know? We got him doing this because we it wasn't not on his contract, okay? We read renegotiate re- next year. I think it's going to be a line item, but it wasn't not oh, on his contract. Oh, this is definitely going to be a line item next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it'll be uh, solely just Orlando Lions then, by the way. Uh, I'm <laughs> the only one that does solely does Orlando Lions then. Nah, I, I saw your video. What video? It's out on YouTube. I don't know what you talk about, bro. <laughs> what are we'll you talking about? No, dead serious. What are you talking about? I don't know. We'll talk about it later on. All right, guys. <laughs> Until next time. Orlando Lions Den podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and all social media. And also subscribe to us on all the uh, podcasts Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, whatever. We're on all that. So. Till next time, Vamos Orlando, right here on Orlando Lions Den. Vamos. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.